Welcome to the Soul Seed Podcast, where soul meets strategy. Every week, I, your host, Sabrina Greer, have activated conversations with multi-passionate, soul-led thought leaders about their journey of growth from seed to soul's purpose. Every successful book, brand, business, podcast, product, or program starts as a seed, an idea planted into the soul of its creator. Be inspired by those who've led before us, six, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, top-rated podcasters, and multifaceted humans. Be empowered by their humble beginnings and expanded by their tenacity and spirit. Join us in the frequency of abundance as we go to the story roots of these powerhouses. Learn how to apply and leverage the Soul Seed Method in the creation of your very own legacy. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Seed Podcast. I am super, super excited for my guest today. Anna Lozano is here with me. Anna's been a friend and a mentor and just in my world for a few years now, and I couldn't think of a better person to come on and talk about her soul seeds and how she's nurtured them. So let me do a quick introduction, and then I'll let Anna take it away. So great to have you here, Anna. Thank you for for joining us today. Anna Lozano is a powerhouse global entrepreneur with success in network marketing, product-based business, and the mentorship space. Working alongside her business partner, Anna launched Love Powered Co., an affirmation company bringing mindfulness, connection, and gratitude to families around the world. She scaled that company, which led to a successful exit back in December of 2022. During the process of selling her product-based company, she launched her coaching business, her mentorship brand coaching, um, female founders to fall in love with sales and build their brands in full energetic and strategic alignment. I love that so much. And she lives in Kelowna, BC with her two adorable little girls. And I just, you're such an awe-inspiring woman. I just love watching all of the things that you've created and how you do it with such integrity and such soul. And it's just so beautiful. And, you know, I've been in your masterminds. I've been in your space. I've been watching and learning. And you're just such an inspiration. So, Hi. Welcome. Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that introduction. And I feel like this is like a part two conversation because as we were scaling Love Powered Co, we were on your podcast. That's true. I know. I remember that. And that was a different podcast. That's when we I had you got this mom of the podcast and we were talking about mindfulness for little people because we're both moms. I've got three boys, you've got two girls, and you know, mindfulness for the next generation is such an important thing. And the fact that you're able to scale a beautiful product-based business with that in mind, I think is a perfect example of a soul seed. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. Like how did how did that even come to be? <laughs> right? How does how does one start a product-based business based around something that's so powerful and meaningful in their soul? I love it. And you know what? It, it When you said that, I was like, yes, like Love Powered Co. is, and I mean, was for me such a little soul star seed. Like, like it really was. And, you know, it came about when I had, I would say about a six-year journey in the personal development space of really consciously doing the recoding, the rewiring, the work on self, the mindset shifts. And then I became a mama. And uh, when my first one was born, that transition to motherhood after being an entrepreneur for, gosh, close to six years full time and just, you know, living a beautiful life of freedom pre kids, that it, it shook me to my core. And this is when I really dove into 
the tools, the tools that I had mastered when I was, you know, a single globe trotting woman and then moving into motherhood. And I remember sitting with my co-founder at the time and just looking at our beautiful children and just saying, you know, they're so perfect. Imagine if they were raised on affirmations, on mindfulness, on gratitude, on these practices, on these rituals, on these tools that we are now using to unfuck ourselves. And that was just their foundation. And we're like, ding, ding, ding. Like we just felt it with every cell of our being like, this is it. This is our product idea. And uh, when we started looking for that specific product, like affirmation cards for kids in 2016, at the end of 2016, what we had envisioned just didn't exist. And so we knew, I mean, let me rewind. It existed, but the beauty of it the bridging the gap for the blogger mom, the influencer mom, the mom building online businesses, and the spiritual world, the affirmations, the mindfulness world, it just wasn't there. We wanted to create a product that was so beautiful that anyone would pick it up. They would put it on their coffee table or they would put it on their nightstand. And even if they did not practice affirmations, it would just like call their name because it was so beautiful, luscious and delicious. And so that's what we had envisioned. And that's what we created with the entire purpose and mission of powering the next generation of mindful leaders to be raised on this foundation. And so, you know, when we look at that, when we dissect that story, it was that intuitive hit the download, the perfect timing of a really category creating product, because I mean, affirmations are not new by any means, but the way they were delivered to the world, it was not approachable for us. You know, it it just wasn't the look and feel plus the meaning um, that moms like us were seeking and desiring. And we saw it as a gateway into this world of spirituality and affirmations and mindfulness ETC that, um, would open up to so many, uh, different types of individuals. And so, yeah, it was, it was just so soul led at that time that drove us to be able to, Um, scale it. And then the mission and the intention at the very beginning was to launch a product-based company that we could scale, that we would then sell and have a successful exit um, for many reasons. And I mean, many product-based entrepreneurs, that is the goal. And I get to say, you know, tick off, like I sold a company. That's pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. And I, I love when I'm hearing you talk, I hear that beautiful combination of strategy and soul led. It's like, it requires both, I think, to grow a successful business. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are missing that strategy piece. You know, the mindful entrepreneurs of the world are like, Ooh, I have an idea. And this feels really juicy and really good. I'm just going to go and do it, throw spaghetti against the wall, and see what works and see what happens. But as long as I'm following my soul, and I think that the gap, the missing piece that so many don't have is the strategy side. And that's why I love that you sort of transitioned all of this knowledge that you have of doing what you've done successfully into this mentorship side of things. Because, you know, of course, you work with service-based entrepreneurs as well as product-based entrepreneurs and business is business and entrepreneurship is entrepreneurship. But I think that's what you do so well is sort of interject that strategy into 
the soulfulness of business. And it's such a, a beautiful duality. It's such a beautiful like balance, I think. So tell me a little bit about how you, I don't know if you stumbled into it or if it's part of your strategy or, you know, how did you get into this sort of mentorship space? And what does, what did that journey look like for you? Mm-hmm. I do just want to bring awareness to the flip side of that coin, because then there's the flip side of entrepreneurs who are just focused on strategy and that over time. And I come from that realm. Like that was my evidence of success was the hustle, the sacrifice, the burnout, where it was actually lacking. Like, yes, the intentionality was there but truly infusing soulfulness and alignment and, and, you know, leading with that was the missing piece. And when I really bridged those two worlds together of those two different energies of, you know, the feminine energy of the trust and the surrender and the allowing and the spaciousness with the masculine energies of the strategy and having a container to hold it all, that's when everything shifted. Like that's when the quantum leaps happen. So I think there's these two signs of the of the coin in entrepreneurship. And I think we're realizing like female founders, female entrepreneurs, just simply with how we feel, the ones that I speak to are marrying the two worlds because we've reached a point in our evolution and our consciousness and in, in our awareness especially female leaders, that we want to feel good. We want to do things differently. We weren't built to do things, you know, the way that society has taught us to do it, which is the burnout, the hustle culture, the adrenal fatigue, the let me put my pantsuit on and act like a man. It doesn't work for us. And so many of us have reached the burnout point. And and even if we didn't burn out, say, hormonally, we felt unsatisfied. So we reached this quote unquote success in business, success in entrepreneurship, and then looked around and said, it doesn't feel good. This isn't what I had envisioned success to be slash feel like. And so the shift has been happening. And I'm sure those are the conversations you're having as well behind the scenes, because at the end of the day, what are we doing this for? And I know for myself is I, one of my core values has always, always been freedom. And so I cannot talk about freedom, but not embody freedom. So I can create freedom in my business, but if I'm not embodying freedom in my life and in all of the areas of my life, like being a fully present mom, um, like experiencing the wild freedom of time with my family and the people I care about, then like, what am I doing this for? Right? So it's like that questioning and always coming back into, well, we need both, we need the energetics, and we need the strategy. And we need to always keep tuning back in to make sure that every single thing, decision, strategic decision, um, or, you know, self care, self practice, like whatever that looks like for you, energetic decision is in full alignment. Because if it's not, then what is this really for is the question. So now I forgot the question that you asked me. (laughs) I was asking, I mean, and I think you might've even answered it. It was really just sort of how you got into the space of mentorship, but Mm. I think sharing your values is an obvious entry point as to why you got into mentorship. Um, 
But what about the how? Like how how did that look for you going from the product based business mm-hmm. world to the service based business world? Mm-hmm. And I know you're still involved in, you know, direct sales and network marketing and you've been in in that sort of um business model for years as well. So, you know, I think what I'm finding on this show, the people I'm interviewing, the people I'm speaking to, I really identify as multifaceted. And I yeah. think that's such a huge piece right now for so many aspiring entrepreneurs is they they don't know how to focus because they feel like this multifacetedness within themselves is distracting or, you know, we can't have it all, but we can, right? And I think you, yes, you embody freedom, but I think you also embody that multifaceted mm-hmm. entrepreneur, woman, mother in, in such a beautiful way that doesn't feel like you're multitasking, right? It's, right? It really is this multifaceted bit. So if you want to share a little on that. Yeah. And I have such massive goosebumps because, you know, this is alignment. And it's like, I remember growing up and, and, you know, just being taught like that, you have to do one thing, like you have to become that C-level executive. And that's all you do until you retire at 65. Or, you know, you choose to be a teacher. And that's the one thing that you do for your entire life. And I always rebelled against that. It just did not suit the human, the soul that I am. And I remember, I mean, even starting out in retail when I was like 16, not only did I work at Athletes World, but I also worked at Club Monaco. Like I had two things going on most of the time. And this is just who I am. And here's one thing that I will tell you is I'm awful at multitasking. It does not work for me. Like I am doing something super focused and my husband comes up and starts talking to me and it just, I cannot. And I tell, he's like, you're so bad at multi. I'm like, I just cannot do it. Like I need to finish one task before I move on to the next. And that sort of organization and not half-assing one thing, like I complete a cycle and then I move on. That's what has allowed me to really enjoy being the multifaceted. Um, And I just could never imagine myself working on just one thing for, you know, my entire career. And then when I brought that into my first career in corporate sales and marketing, I was working for a Fortune 500 CPG firm and selling private jets on the side. Like this is (laughs) like we need to if this is you own it, embrace it and figure out how you can do it in a way that feels so overflow for you, because that's what I've been able to do. And, you know, the strategy piece here is completing the cycles, then moving on. So if I give another example, the end of 2022 was chaotic because now we were handing over the product-based company to the new owner. I was, um, you know, coming off cyber month, which was huge for, you know, my coaching business and coaching clients, how to successfully go through a full cyber month, November. And oh, and then of course we were launching Healy into Canada. So those are like three big projects at the same time. And I can tell you that I sat back in December. I was like, that doesn't work for me. It was too much. And so just being so intuitively connected to how we're feeling and to that energetic frequency within us, even as a generator, I have the energy 
but that was too much. And so stepping back in December and literally taking most of the month off and saying, okay, well, this is what I need to replenish. And here's how I'm going to do things differently. I will not have three projects open at the same time at any given time. I will no longer coach four clients, one-to-one clients at the same time. It's too much energy. So it's playing this, this dance, it's dancing and figuring out what works for you and what works for your energy and moving with that. And it happens through trial and error. So even, you know, talking about the masterminds last year. So I had the one-to-one clients the mastermind and running masterclasses way too much. But my generator energy was so excited to put all that into the world. And then at the end of it all, at the end of that cycle, realizing, okay, it was fun, but it was too much. And so scaling back. So it's like playing with yourself, playing with your energy, your capacity, how you feel, and um, and using that as a strategy to scale your business. Mm, I love that because like for the soul seed method, I talk about this a lot, you know, the whole process of planting and then weeding, planting, weeding. So it's this idea that, you know, not every seed will grow and not every plant becomes a beautiful tree that you blossom, that blossoms and then you harvest. And, you know, so there, there is a process of elimination and I love that you, you mentioned that it is trial and error, right? So Um, I see so many coaches in this online space who like every day they're launching something new and it's another thing and another thing. And if that feels good for them, great. (laughs) You know, you do you. And I think that's really important because for a lot of people, that doesn't feel good. The launch, the constant launching, the constant, you know, feeling that need to be on and out there and doing and pushing and grinding and hustling. And, you know, that doesn't feel aligned or good for for a lot of people. So I just I think it's really important to do that, like check in with yourself and see, you know, did I did I enjoy that? No? Okay, so I need to weed that out and try something different that does feel more aligned and that does feel nourishing and helps that growth process, right? Helps the scaling of, of your business. So I think you've you've done that so beautifully. And I, I love how open you are about the process you know you're not you're not pretending you're not wanting people to see you standing on a pedestal you're very open about the hard parts and you know the and I love the word that you use so often layering you know how how we can layer in different elements and aspects of ourselves and our business and our life and we can be layered beings without being overwhelmed and living in that burnout and the constant hustle, like gone, in my opinion, gone are the days of the hustle and the grind. Right. And I love how you said, like, that's where you came from. That's your origin story was like that. That's what you remember from, you know, growing up. Can you share a little bit about that? You know, what, what that was like? Yeah, for sure. And and it's so true. And I'm like, I got goosebumps again, because I really feel like there's this huge shift happening. And I'm just so excited, especially for female entrepreneurs, because it feels kind of like a coming home, a coming home to our original blueprints and how we were created. We're nurturers, we're community builders, we're collaborators. And so, you know, the whole era of one person at the top or, you know, the, the competition, it's just doesn't serve us. 
and our design. And so it's a really, really exciting time. And, you know, approaching collaboration from this overflow, this overflow of abundance, there's more than enough for every single one of us. And even if we are teaching the same thing, because our stories are so different, we bring that unique aspect and we will magnetize the people that connect with our energy, that connect with our story, that connect with um, with our visions. And so, yeah, for me, we came to Canada when I was um, six years old from Poland and came with two suitcases, couple hundred dollars in my parents' pockets, didn't speak the language. And um, I remember growing up on the wrong side of the tracks in London, Ontario. And, you know, for that, I'm so grateful because it made me who I am in terms of, you know, going after for what I desired and having the courage and the boldness and, you know, that those elements of my personality, but also the evidence that I was building subconsciously around making money building wealth. I mean, building wealth was not a conversation. It was survival. It was how we make money so that we can put food on the table. And so that was the evidence of of the work hard. And those are stories that many immigrants connect with because our parents were not able to bring their degrees from their country and build careers from that. They literally had to start over. And my parents were starting over with two young kids, a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And so, you know, I thank them for that because who I am is part of that upbringing. But also it took a lot of rewiring and reprogramming when it came to wealth and overflow and abundance. And, you know, the opposite of it is the scarcity and the stories of growing up and shopping at Goodwill when all of my friends in grade six started wearing, you know, guest jeans that we couldn't afford. And so there was a lot of work to be done around that. And also a lot of gratitude. And so now I choose to lean into the positives and and, and the beautiful moments of that in, in who it made me. And I, the connection to the abundance and the overflow for all of us right now to me is, is the connection. Like I'm here to share with every single one of us that we get to have it all and we get to do it in energetic alignment and we get to be wildly wealthy, bringing our unique gifts to the world because I've experienced it. You've experienced it and it's possible for every single one of us. Um, but it's also building up those experiences, going through the trials and tribulations. Like you said, you can't plant a seed and the next, you know, morning expect to have a tree. And I was speaking to a woman in Mexico who I had such a good conversation with her. She's like, but that is possible. Like you get to quantum leap. And I do believe in quantum leaps, but I also believe in building the foundation. Like it's really hard to quantum leap unless you've built the foundation, unless you've told the universe, like, I am ready, use me for my highest good, and then tried and then tried again, and then pivoted and then pivoted it again. Like, I feel like there needs to be that foundation. And then we get to experience the quantum leaps. And now I have evidence of the quantum leaps. So my belief is way up here. And we get to be the evidence for other women who are just starting out and bringing their gifts to the world. Mm, now I have goosebumps. <laughs> I love that because that's really what this this show's intention is, is to show humans 
that they can do it too, right? They can plant those seeds and they can grow at whatever pace they want them to grow. And, you know, it's really about identifying what's in alignment for you and, you know, just keep going. I always tell my clients and people, you know, especially as a publisher, I work with a lot of authors and it's like, I want to stop. <laughs> this is really hard. Like, what have I got myself into? I don't want to do this. And like these conversations come up daily. And that's really why I wanted to have this show. It's not, it's not about writing books, maybe writing a book. I know writing a book isn't in, on your radar and it's not on a lot of people's radar. It's, it applies to everything. It applies to every single thing we do in life. It's all the goal. Like you said, what are, what's even the point, right? The goal is to do it in alignment. The goal is to create that source of freedom for ourselves so we can do what we love, be with the people we love and not have to worry about things like finances and geography and, you know, stress and all of these like things. Of course, there's always going to be the peaks and valleys, but it, it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be a hustle. And, you know, that's really what I adore. So, well, thank you so, so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom and energy with us. We talk about energy so much and you just have such a sparkling one. Um, if you were to leave the listeners with one last nugget, one last piece of advice, anything at all, what, what would that be? Words of wisdom from Anna Lozano. <laughs> Oh, yes. And I say this one often, but I love it to be a reminder for us. Like we are all energy. Everything around us is energy and our dreams and desires are energy. And so for us, the intention, the daily focus, the ritual must be to become an energetic match for those dreams and desires. Because once it clicks, once our energy connects with the dreams and desires energy, it becomes our reality. And so just focusing on how you feel, my screensaver says, feel good now. And it's a constant reminder that energy matters. And so what can you do today to elevate that frequency and become that energetic match for your wildest dreams and desires? I love it. Where can everyone find you, Miss Anna? Oh, so Instagram, <laughs> love, hate relationship right now, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> underscore Anna Lozano, and then my website, analozano.com. Just one underscore. She's got a, a hacker copycat. <laughs> Just one underscore. Yes. I will, <laughs> I will make sure to tag everything in the show notes so you can track down Anna. Um, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you to all of you listening in. See you next time.